0: good morning happy Thursday to you and Merry Christmas Eve so glad that you are with me this morning as we get Christmas really started today and this evening and tomorrow and we're so we're so thankful for the Lord Jesus and his coming and I've been doing the Advent devotionals this week and I've chosen to do the fourth traditional themes hope peace joy and love and so today we are getting to Christ's love. We're going to start with Monday. We talked about Jesus's the hope of Jesus and the hope that he brings into our life and into our world. And then Tuesday we spoke about the peace of Jesus, peace between with God and peace with men and peace in our hearts. And then yesterday I spoke about joy and the joy that Christ brings us. And today I'd like to talk about the love of Christ, the love of the Father by giving us the gift of Jesus Christ at Christmas. And it's been wonderful to talk about all of these things in relation to what God has given to us. And I'll do that again today as God has given us the gift of his love in Jesus. But I also want to ask a practical question today, kind of to turn it around, and that is, how are you passing on the love of Christ in your life today and this week as you share with your family and your friends. So how are you showing Christ's love to someone? Or you might answer um, how someone has shown God's love to you. Well, we're talking about uh, the gift, God's gift of love at Christmas time. So what what better verse in the Bible should we use than John 3.16? How about it, right? Uh, so turn your Bibles to John 3.16. I know that you have it memorized But nevertheless, I want you to look at it in your Bibles. We're going to divide it up into four parts. But let me just recite it again. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. This truly is the epitome of God's love and the epitome of Christmas uh, as we think about it. So four parts. Number one, for God. For God. There is a God. I know that you know that. We know that. He's a loving God. But maybe someone might ask you, how do you know that? How do you know that there is a God? And I love this answer. Well, uh, we know about Jesus, and we can read about Jesus in the Bible, historic, the most uh, historically accurate book from ancient times. We know about Jesus. And so, uh, is there anyone else that you would trust more than Jesus? To tell us about God. And what Jesus says is that there is a God. Uh, In fact, uh, you might ask, if someone asks you that question, how do you know there is a God? You might return the question by saying, can you think of anyone more trustworthy to talk about spiritual things than Jesus? And see what they say. It's just a good conversation starter. And because we trust Jesus so much, we look at his life, we see how loving he is, we see how wise he is. We see how amazing he is. Is there anyone that you would trust more to tell us about the nature of God than Jesus? The answer is no. Uh, There's no religious leader. There's no authority. There's no teacher on the face of this earth that we would trust more to tell us about God than Jesus. And what Jesus says about God is that there is one, (laughs) and he is Jesus' father and our father. That's the first point. Secondly, of course, God has a son. God has a son. The one and only son, Says says in, in, in the NIV, the NAS says the only begotten son. And Jesus used that term because he was contrasting who he was with others who have been called uh, the son of God or the children of God uh, in other contexts. For instance, the angels are sometimes referred to as sons of God. But the angels are referred to Sons of God, because they were created. Uh, also, uh, we are sometimes called the sons of God or the children of God. Uh, but in this case, it's because God has adopted us. But Jesus was neither created nor adopted. Jesus was begotten. It's a just a linguistic way of saying that he is just as God is. He is begotten of God. He is of the same nature as God. C.S. Lewis explains, Rabbits beget rabbits, horses beget horses, humans beget humans, not statues or portraits, and God begets God. Simple. Jesus is God's only divine son. If you turn your Bibles over one page to John chapter 1, Of course, we have the great John 1, 1 and 1, 2 verses. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He, that is Jesus, was with God in the beginning. And then verse 14. The Word, Jesus, became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Jesus is God's divine Son. The Emmanuel. God with us. Praise God. He, God sent his one and only son, his only begotten son to us on that very first Christmas morning. That was the gift of love right there. Now, part three. God did so out of love. He sent his son out of his nature of love. For God so loved, it says. Listen. Listen. Whenever you talk about God, always say this, God loves. Because that's his true nature. God loves. Don't ever forget to talk about God's love. 1 John 4, 8 says, God is love. In fact, let me just read 1 John 4, 8. It says, um, whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. This is, This is his nature. This is his character. God created love itself. It was his idea in the first place. (laughs) And what defines God's type of love is giving. Sacrificial giving, in fact. Not just just doing it, or I'm sorry, not just saying it, not just speaking the words, but actually doing it. Sacrificing something in himself himself. To show how much love he has. Uh, and what did he give? He gave his son, his very own one and only son. Continuing on in 1 John 4:9, it says, This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only Son into the world that we might live through him. This is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice. For our sins. This is one of the greatest Christmas verses of all. Right here. 1 John 4, 9 and 10. This is how God showed his love. He sent his son into the world. Christmas, right? Christmas time. He was born for you and for me. Born to die. The Greek word in, in John three sixteen for love is, as you probably know, agape. It's a very special word. It's a very precious word that we have in the New Testament. And it's a special God type of love. Sacrificial, unconditional love. That's what agape love is. It is love in action. 1 John 3.18 says this, Dear children, let us not love with words or tongue, but with actions and in truth. But with actions and in truth. Who taught us how to do that? God taught us. Because God was the very... Uh, originator of agape love, love in action. And he modeled it for us on that first Christmas morning when he sent Jesus. Kauri and I last night spent a little time watching some home videos of when our oldest daughter Rachel was two years old. And what a what a precious time that was watching those videos. And, and one of the things that I thought about as I was watching those videos was well, my goodness that took a lot of work <laughs> being parents to a two-year-old and we're running around doing this and doing that and we're having a birthday party and and showing videos of of rachel uh enjoying time with her friends and all the things that we'd said i just think that it took hours and hours and hours to to do all of that and it just it made me tired just watching it right but i but i thought you know what we did it out of love we We gave of ourselves out of love, just like God taught us to do at that very first Christmas as he gave up his son. And now the last part of this is that God so loved the world. The world. And implicit in that is that he loved every person in the world. (laughs) Not just that he loved, like, the planet, which he does too, but he loved every person in the world. That's the point. And not just some people. He didn't just love the powerful people or the rich people or the so-called pretty people. He loved everybody. Every single person on the face of the earth that he's ever created. And of course, the second implication is that he loved them as sinners because that's what they were. Otherwise, Jesus wouldn't have had to come to this earth to be born to die. So God not only loved everybody, but he loved us in our sin. Romans chapter 5, please turn there. The last verse that I'll go to this morning. Romans chapter 5, verses 7 and 8, says it like this. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous man, though for a good man someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. You see. That's how much Jesus loved us. He saw us in our sin. He came. He lived with us. He taught us. And then he spread out his arms. And he died out of love for us. Amen. That's the gift of Christmas. Jesus born to die. There's so many great Christmas hymns that have great theology in them. And one of them that I love is, Come Thou Long Expected Jesus. Come thou long-expected Jesus, born to set thy people free. From our fears and sins release us. Let us find our rest in thee. Here's the third verse. Born thy people to deliver. Born a child and yet a king. Born to reign in us forever. Now thy gracious kingdom bring. Jesus is the love. We light the candle of the love of Jesus today because he was born to die for us who are yet sinners. Praise God. That should touch your hearts today. If that doesn't, nothing will. And so I'm asking the practical question, then how can you turn that around and bless others and pass that on to someone else today or this weekend or this week? Well, comment if you will, or just just think it in your hearts. Uh, we can do so much more can't we we can love so much more fully uh, because of the strength that god gives to us in all of this the hope the peace the joy and the love it's all ours and now we, now we turn it around this christmas and give it away amen heavenly father we love you so much and we give, we give you this day we give ourselves to you today and also also lord we ask for this grace to, to love, to go and love others just as you have loved us. Lord, I'm so thankful for my church and my church family. I'm thankful for my friends who are tuning in today and worshiping you together with me this Christmas Eve 2020. Lord, it's been quite a year, uh, but you have given us Jesus, and that's the most important thing. So give us this grace of love to fill our hearts and then that we might bless others. And I pray this today in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for being with me today. We'll look forward to seeing you in person tonight at Christmas Eve or online. And then next uh, tomorrow there won't be an Advent devotional, but uh, next week we still will have devotions and they'll be brought to us by Pastor Soreen starting Monday and, and carrying on through the week. So we look forward to seeing Pastor Soreen next week in the devotionals. Love you all, have a great Christmas Eve, and we'll talk to you later.